Font guy who raped his three-year-old fucking daughter and got off. Did you see that? He got off? Yeah, apparently he raped somebody else, too. What? He got off for influenza, I guess. Or affluenza, my bad. Not influenza, I guess. I got the flu. So I can't go to jail. I'm fucking <laughs> sick. I can't. So that's the new thing now? The affluenza shit? I don't know. I didn't really read the story. I just saw the headline. Fucking lawyers, it. man. They'll come up with anything. Isn't that the um, their stereotype to... Uh, yeah, it's where you're so yeah. rich that you ha- don't have empathy for other people. Yeah, you can't understand yeah. the plight of the poor that, man. Yeah. That was the one of uh, the first case I'm of the I'm so game. rich, I cannot empathize with somebody who doesn't have money. Therefore, I treat them like shit. It's not my fault. Yeah. I ran him over with my bins. I mean, come on, he was in my way. What a fucking douche. Yeah. Oh, and I, I don't have... My brand new bins, god damn it. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, and um, I'm 15. And don't have my driver license yet. Oh yeah, I, I forgot about that. That's that's not an important detail at all. Oh, was that that kid that got? Uh, yep. Yeah, what? that fucking douchebag, that underage prick. It was all drunk. And, yeah, he was the first case of it. So mowing down bitches left and right. Oh, thought he was at. He thought he was in South by Southwest. <laughs> all right, let's let's hurry up with this motherfucker because I'm already sweating my ass off. All right. Shut the fuck up. Ah, right, fuck you. Black bean tea, like we need some sleep. And your eyes are closed, and we don't sleep, but we can't you see. And don't you know it gets better? Introducing the awardless winning podcast. It's the Intellectual Saviors with your hosts, the Pedo. I wonder if Boggs, I wonder if your mom ever thought about doing that to you in the bathtub. The Ginger Bear. I need the job to feed the cats so I can send catch-its. And the pivot man. I, I've always felt like sperm smells like a wet reed after you've had to wet it down. They haven't won any awards, but they've won your hearts. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. Hot off the coattails of last week's uh, controversial episode. Apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, So, yeah, today's show is going to be a whole bag of jack and shit. Not true. Nope. Okay, well. Not true at all. It's going to be a rehash of last week. Bag and shit from me. Yeah, basically. Okay, maybe so. Can't argue with that. Uh, he's pretty much been like that a couple weeks. Hey, give him some slack, dude. 60 hours a week, plus moving. Hey, man. That yeah, sucked. To- we've told the people. Beside, between relationship issues and moving issues and work issues, the show's been on a downward spiral for a little while, but we're going to pull it back together pretty soon. Yeah, we've only been saying that for five weeks. Look here. Hey, hey. <laughs> Debbie Downer. I was divorced. How many weeks ago was that? That was a lot longer It's been like three five. months ago, dude. Yeah, shit. We that both. doesn't really help. <laughs> Never mind. I'm going to use that until you bitches stop telling me that it's relevant. <laughs> well, mine hasn't been around bothering me like yours has, so I've gotten past mine a lot easier than you have. I know before we start, because uh, I'm not going to fucking forget until the end this time, but uh, make sure if you uh, 
For listening to the show and you love our fine work or you hate it, go to our Facebook page. Just type in the Intellectual Saviors. You'll find us, our little fun icon with the little three silhouettes. Um, click on it. That way, like I tell people on Twitter, follow us on the Twitter at the Intel Saviors. But if you really want to bitch us out, go to Facebook because 140 characters is just not enough to tell somebody what a piece of fucking shit they are. Definitely not. You really need a lot more space. Why don't you use it? It's like the most useless fucking thing ever. Hey man, it's just a way to promote this uh, genius show. That's how we keep our 150 listeners that we got that keep coming back for more abuse. Although if you really want to send us good info or, or like write a fucking book, you can uh, email us and tell savers at gmail.com. We're still waiting on some of them picks, women, you know what we're talking about. Make that happen. Me and Boggs are single, and Boggs really needs something to uplift his spirits. I'm fucking single too, asshole. Oh yeah, I forgot. Well, but we know that you're running women left and right. Me and Boggs aren't... I don't know about all that, but... Me and Boggs are... We're lowly little men that... Well, we got our hands. It's very sad. <laughs> it's very sad. <laughs> but, uh, you know... It's I've, so true is the problem. You know, it's I do want to say, you know, I've asked people on uh, Twitter and Facebook, and we've got emails and stuff in the past from people. I'd like to say, you know... If, if you listen, you have suggestions for the show. Like, we've received emails and posts on Facebook. You know, Eric's dove into them. We've done topics before people have requested. Um, you know, throw it up there. There's a good chance we'll actually respond to it. Um, now, we have the speak pipe thing. You can also get that on our Facebook. You can leave voice message. No one's done that yet. It might be easier if you don't want to write. Or if you're illiterate and you can't write, um, you can always talk. Nobody's done it yet? Nobody's fucking done it. I've had two or three people say, oh, I'm going to leave one of those. So Still haven't. So you lied on our Facebook page? Did I lie? Yeah. Did I say that people have? Yeah. I'm pretty sure the Facebook page says, I well, I, I know them. that we've had a few people leave messages. I don't think but I... just in case you haven't. Man, if I did, I'd totally missed it. I was probably drunk. Excuse me. I was probably drunk if I did write that. I don't think I did. Um, of, you see, that just goes to show you that the Republicans are right. You just can't trust a leftist asshole. Hey, man. Wow. Well, that's because we're I was all... going to talk about alcoholism, but jeez. <laughs> I was going to say, I have a problem. I black out and fucking think... type stuff on Facebook. <laughs> but um, no. He wakes he... up in a pool of his own slobber and sperm and goes, what happened? Whoa. Was that too much? Uh, that was a little graphic. Sorry. Please, sir. <laughs> Please. Very Isn't disturbing that? image <laughs> just left in my head. But like I said, you it's know, all over his pooch belly and stuff. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just like, I'm in a too good a mood. I'm sorry. I'll shut up. I'm gonna play guitar. But we will be better eventually. We're gonna get this shit back together. We're gonna revamp the show. Come back new and improved. One of these days, I'm just gonna keep saying that. It draws them in. Then they'll think maybe this is the week. And then they'll listen to us say, no, it's the same shit. It's not getting any better. Sorry, listeners, we're not getting any better, but I promise we'll try. Are you expecting me to go more? Yeah, we <laughs> I mean, I, people were waiting that. for me to go more, so I went Sorry. more. <clears throat> Thanks, Brad, for the tune there. I can't get my fingers to go as far as he does. Fuck you, Brad. Fuck you. I know you're listening. Fuck you. Whoa. Oh, that's another thing. Whoa. We're gonna we're gonna try and cut back on the language a little bit. Oh, are we? <laughs> you pedantic git. I'm going to try. Seest thou thy form? Uh, I'm gonna try match real, you with this form. I'm gonna try real hard. I'm not gonna try. Yeah. I have to try every fucking day of my job. 
all the damn time. I just knocked over your mic. God damn it. I didn't mean to. See, this is why I do cuss. Shit like this. (laughs) Yeah, I have to spend all day being polite to complete assholes and uh, not cursing, so. It's true. Every opportunity that I get is fuck, fuck, fucky, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, I used to let it rip at work. I work in a nice corporate environment, but I got a new boss now, and like one of the very first things in our meeting she said is, I've heard a lot of language around here that needs to be, (laughs) (laughs) we need to cut back on this. This is a professional environment. I'm like, well, have we we introduced our guests yet? No. God damn it. Hey, Boggs, how's it going? Fucking Am I the guest? Douche. No. So, he barely shows up. So. <laughs> what? I'm just I've been here every you. episode for the last... <laughs> he looked at his watch. <laughs> the last three months or so. So uh, to rehash last week's episode, I was going to bring in a friend of mine from college that I've taken a course with. Um, it was And it was the economics of discrimination. Uh, so this is Blake Freeman. Say hi, Blake. Hey, what's up? What? Nothing. That's what I thought, Eric. That's what I thought. Doesn't matter. Anyway, so he's going to come on and talk about some of the stats and the uh, uh, finer points of the uh, mm-hmm. topic that we did last week mm-hmm. that uh, we either A, didn't cover, or B, want to rehash to reiterate a couple of things. Yep. So, hey, why don't you write a note down that Boggs isn't allowed to introduce anybody anymore? Boggs. Did, what did, did I do? You, did you ask him if he wanted you to use his last name? Don't worry about did it. Did you even bother? Oh, that's a good point. Hmm? I, uh, well, he's about to graduate, so I guess at that point, we could say he's an expert. You're like an expert in the field. Could attach your name to everything. But even still, would he really Dr. want Blake? his last name? You don't know that, do you? Did you ask him? I did ask him. Oh. Just lie. <laughs> <laughs> Just lie, Blake. Um, it's all right. Nobody listens to the show anyway, so you're, you're well, safe. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, there's uh, another Blake Freeman. So, oh, hey. And he went to the same school I went to, and all that. So if they try to find me, good, I can luck. I mean, I'm fine. I got like the most they have, they generic have 50, 50%. name on the planet. So, that's true. Well, it's I'm, a coin I flip get... to find you. What are they gonna do though? Come at you and be like, I disagree, and then walk off, or what? <laughs> I would pay for someone to do that. I don't know. Some people just don't want to have their shit out there. Agreed. Just well, saying. we can always edit it out later if you want. No. Nope. No such thing as editing on the show. <laughs> then you can't that. be this staunch in your opinion about it. <laughs> That's how it goes. At man. least Darian would be like... We don't edit ourselves. The only time I've ever edited anything was when you blurted out the password on air. <laughs> <laughs> man. If anybody's listening to that, I can't even remember what episode it is, but he's like, in it, boop. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. I'm a little too forward with information. Um... <laughs> Well, in that case, his name is not Blake. His name is Fucky McFuckerson. And, uh, wow. He doesn't go to it's any well, university. Uh, he goes to the California Institute for Mental Care. This is why we keep losing listeners. That kind of salty talk right there. Yep. Sir. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Do you curse too much? Well, I'm not even going to reiterate what we've already said like six times on the show. Just go fucking find us talking about it. Wow. Hey, I know we... Eric had brought up the whole thing about the Christian movies who are making a big deal because there's like a million of them out now. Like, what we have come out this week, like God, God's Not Dead, Noah, and then there's another one called like Persecution coming out pretty soon. It's like a... Are you... Another one? Oh my God, it's a flex of Jesus flick. What the hell? I don't know. But the funny thing is with the Noah, did you see that all the like right-wingers and the Christians are going apeshit because the story isn't exactly like the Bible? It like has variations and stuff like they're bitching about um like in the, i haven't seen it this is only what i've heard but russell crowe evidently god doesn't talk to him 
he just has these visions you know and then okay. the so they're freaking out about that like time out this is a futuristic uh film right like it's a noah that happens in the future no dude. no that already happened yeah, remember they found the boat. We reported it last week. <laughs> <laughs> they found the ark. Remember? I remember. <laughs> so anyway, I it, the way the movie was, it looked visually, it looked like it was like a futuristic thing. That's why I was like, what the fuck is special, this bullshit? Special effects are pretty good these days. Apparently so. Okay, so it's just a rehashing of Noah. Yeah, I just thought that was funny because we're complaining about it. It's like you know, coming from us, us non-religious types, bitching about, oh my god, what's up with all these god movies? And then it comes out, and then all the Christians freak out because it's not exactly like the Bible. Yeah. It's like okay. So there, I just thought it was funny. My my friend was telling me how she um, <clears throat> had to go see Noah with her um, boyfriend and uh, his family, which are very religious, and she sat next to his mom who the entire time was going, that didn't happen in the Bible. That didn't happen in the Bible. <laughs> just uh, I just would have... Getting all pissed off over this movie. <laughs> See, that's why you don't read the book before you watch the movie, man. And she's like... Watch the movie first and then read the book. And she's like, how in the hell do you even know what they're saying? Because you keep on just repeating that didn't happen in the Bible so much that you can't even hear what they're fucking talking about. So how the hell do you know? That's true. The bu- The movie's never as good as the book. It's. I mean, what are you gonna do? You can't. I don't know. Anybody. In this case, it might actually be. I haven't seen it, so I'm I've, not gonna. I've read the horrible book, but <laughs> as far as the movie, I ought to. I get it. I don't know. I heard there's some kind of like nice. I mean, obviously she doesn't show her boobs or anything, but I heard there's a nice little scene with uh, Emma Watson. Who I didn't even know was in that fucking thing. Yeah, it's a, some of the people in it. What I was is a she? Little surprised. Who is she exactly? She's, who did she play? The was daughter? she like one of the? Is she the daughter? As in daughter. she gets daughter. naked. I, no, once again, she doesn't show her boobs. I all think it's PG thirteen, isn't it? All I know is if the story goes the way I know it, she's going to be banging her brothers pretty soon. I mean, that's kind of how it had to happen. Yeah, that's hot. So there's two types of incest in the Bible. Yeah, what's the one with the dude? Um, what Locke when he left Sodom and Gomorrah, he went with his daughters, and his daughters got him drunk and took advantage of him because oh, three. Never mind, three. What's the first case then? No, Genesis. Okay, then. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I I was counting that one, so. Genesis, because obviously their children have to have children. That's Mm -hmm. true. (laughs) Then Noah's family, and then Locke and his daughters. What's up? I get it. I know what had to happen there. What's up? Because then it's the Tower of Babel also had an incest. God damn, man. There's a lot of. The Bible's so fucked up. There's a lot of stuff. Hey, man, that's how you you had to start somewhere. It's a pyramid. You got to start many links of the pyramid. That's a lot of linking, if you know what I'm saying. I just don't get the whole Locke story because they got the dad drunk so they could do it. It's like, when he had whiskey dick or something, like they wouldn't have been able to... You know what I'm saying? Like how Maybe they, they were just really good at excreting. You don't get him so drunk matter. to where he can't function. But get him like, drunk enough where he's like, drunk yeah, enough to I'll where fuck he my daughter. fuck his daughter. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. I, didn't they like say... I remember reading somewhere like he forgets in the morning or what something. What point like he didn't have any to? idea? Didn't what he like have no idea? Yeah, that's the So thing. he woke up, every morning he woke up, he's like, what happened? Oh and why God. are you pregnant? I had the craziest dream last night. <laughs> what wow. was it about? I can't even talk about it. <laughs> oh, okay, what, well. What is the point? Like, what is the inebriation scale where you get to the point where you're like, yeah, it's okay. I'll put it in you, little I, girl. I don't know. I think you'd have to be Sweetie. kind of a fucked up individual to begin with. And it's just the... Uh, like a believer in God. Once you have a, a few beers, you know, the inhibition kind of goes away Shots and you just don't give fun. a shit. <laughs> was a fucking shot. That was quite a shot. Shot over the bow of the ark. 
God damn it. Speaking of religious shit, I thought we'd talk about the Hobby Lobby thing a little bit. Have you guys kept up with... Did you hear anything on the case? No. No, I haven't had time to really look into anything, unfortunately. The one thing that I saw was, like, because, you know, they go through these cases now, and then they don't actually put the decisions out until, what, like, July or, yeah. I don't know, like, later in the summer. But from what I heard, like, they were pretty worried because um, the case, like, the solicitor attorney general whatever the hell it is for the government that goes in and pleads the case like he gave his case and everything and it seemed like of course the female jurors the more liberal ones and stuff were totally kind of asked him questions that went along with their case against Hobby Lobby but then uh, you know uh, Kennedy's like the swing vote Anthony Kennedy he's always that one that you know it's basically you know you're going to have your conservative votes your liberal votes and then he's the decision maker every time and the they wild said card. They said he was, like, asking questions about basically relating it to Hobby Lobby sees, like, birth control as abortion. And he was asking questions kind of along those lines, which, of course, we know is ridiculous. But they said it looks like he, the questions he was, answer, you know, asking them. That he's swaying towards the uh, woman's ho- rights. Yeah, to, no, yeah, toward the Hobby Lobby side. Toward Hobby Lobby? What the fuck? I, I read that, I saw this thing on there. It said that, um... Kennedy hasn't cast a single pro-choice vote in an abortion case in over 22 years. Oh, God damn it. And like I said, he's trying to kind of put it out there like, you know, it looks like it's going to be more of an abortion type case. I thought it was crazy. But they say that Hobby Lobby objects, objects to uh, four forms of the contraception because they mistake them for being abortion. I thought contraception. The, I thought the issue really was because of the morning after pill. Like, they they assumed that the morning after pill That was... is, and I, I don't have the specifics on the other ones, but they said three of the four forms of contraception yeah. that are, like, within this healthcare and stuff that they see as a b- abortion, Yeah, you know? And uh, even so, though they're not... Th- oh, I'm trying to think of what it would be, like, are condoms among them? I, they, that's the thing that sucks. They don't... Well, I don't think condoms, that's see, not that's, what they're talking about That's the for other women, thing, but, like, uh, as far as I know, the Hobby Lobby case doesn't have anything to say as far as condoms... Uh, visectomies or any kind of other male forms of sterilization so to speak i saw this well in their insurance policy they don't say shit about it hobby lobby covers you know we were talking about penis pumps their insurance co- covers the penis pumps and viagra and seals and all that that's shit. what i'm saying it, it all boils down to it's huh. just anti-woman yeah plain and simple they don't want women to have the power to choose it's the man's right so i don't know we're we gonna talk about that dude that said that the if uh women have the right to have abortions that men should have the sexual freedom no, fuck to just that rape dude. them <laughs> Fuck that asshole. <laughs> that, that, oh, man. That's ridiculous. That, dude, that, that's some bold shit. That is some bold shit. <clears throat> Did you have anything, sir? Besides that, that's some bold shit. <laughs> Your fucking contribution. <laughs> hey, why don't you make I yourself got, useful? I got Go some me bold beer. shit. Uh-oh. Bold um, shit. So apparently uh, this woman who got attacked by a chimpanzee in 2009. Had her uh, face chewed off? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Did you it, hear about that? I mean, she's had it like partially reconstructed. If you look at her, she looks like a like a wax museum piece or something. You know how we were talking about turning the light out, and it doesn't matter what the girl looks like. This time, this case, it makes a difference. You put the light out. <laughs> I mean, know? she got her face ripped off by a chimpanzee. I yeah, mean, it, you can't really fault her for that. Um, chimpanzees are badass, dude. But here's where it kind of gets crazy: is that she's trying to sue the state for damages. Up to $150 million. Pretty much her claim is that the state should have had a law against having such an animal as a pet, which it didn't. 
And so, therefore, <laughs> it's their fault that this attack happened to her. God damn it. What? Like, I, it's a wild fucking animal. Like, okay, if, like, Michael decided to get a fucking uh, pet, I don't know, anything, fucking tiger, <laughs> and be like, oh, no, no, it's really nice, it's really nice. Would I want to fucking meet that asshole? Hell no. I would stay the fuck away. Okay, maybe if it's in its cage or whatever, or behind bars, sure, fine. No, like, okay, so you view monkeys or chimpanzees as these nice little things because you see on TV where they're, like, kissing people and they're all fucking fun. Yeah, have you seen the National Geographic ones where they fucking kill and eat each other? Yeah, I think you gotta go... (laughs) You gotta go spider monkey. I mean, they're still gonna cause damage, but they're small enough... But they're small enough enough to where you can, like, just... Pelt the shit out of yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, at least you can fight them off. And plus, no, dude, chimpanzees strong as fuck, man. But yeah, they, a spider monkeys are fucking awesome, dude. You put little pants on it. I put a little diaper on it <laughs> and a little fez hat, and then make teach him how to smoke. Like I don't like smoking. Like I wouldn't date a broad that smokes, but I think it'd be funny to have a monkey that smokes. I don't know why. Okay, so what I was gonna say is, remember the propaganda episode where we talked about the McDonald's lady who sued McDonald's. For spilling the coffee yeah, under I the feel like beaver. It'd be a, I feel like it'd be a situation like that in this case. That's different, actually. That, that is different. That, that, falls, saying, that falls within what I'm, like, from my classes, actually. What, a you, lot of what it. was your class over? Uh, it was a uh, law of economics. Uh-huh. And uh, this case, the problem was is um, McDonald's was, had several cases already put against it for how hot that coffee was. It was yeah, doing yeah. third-degree burns. So she was able to sue them, and they were using it as a penalty case, too. Yeah, but the propaganda was, oh, she just spilled coffee on her, so what a dumb idiot. You know what I'm saying? Like, they always they approach that lawsuit. Well, I'm talking about McDonald's the, the, side. The, 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 well, McDonald's so side, on, but McDonald's side has a point because she was found, like, it's it's multi-fault. So it's what happens is a portion of the fault was on her because she shouldn't have put hot coffee between her legs. So they determined how much she was at fault and then awarded um, accordingly. So it, it's it, it is. But it makes partially. sense that you, you're liable yeah. for some sort of fault because it yeah. is hot coffee. But at the same point, like McDonald's knew that their coffee was way too hot. They mm-hmm. also knew that the caps that they used had a tendency to explode under extreme pressure, yeah. which obviously hot coffee would too. And I don't know if you guys have seen the pictures of the burns. Mm-hmm. I have actually. Yeesh. Yep. They're pretty insane. Holy. But that's shit. The, that's what I'm saying about the chimpanzee thing. That sounds like a State Department saying something that's kind of true. You know what I'm saying? With leaving out some details that kind of turn the tide of why she would have a legitimate case. Well, the fact that chimpanzees can literally rip your arm off would probably be a reason why we couldn't have them. No but, shit. I mean, I mean, and, you should have the common sense not to uh, well, go in a room with a chimpanzee. And then, but yeah, we're, we're talking about the everyday American. <laughs> you, so, you might have a point. I have nothing to say to that. Really, that's pretty much. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, it's like we try to say in economics that everyone's held equal, everyone makes logical decisions, and then you sit there and then watch what people do. What were we doing about this story again? I forgot. Now. <laughs> well, I was just saying, I was making a point that a lot of times when you hear a story like this, you're given details that are broad and general and don't hit details that give her a legitimate case. Oh yeah, she's a, she's an idiot. She will lose. Although, I, mean, I don't know. I, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm Amen. saying even if she wins, like you need to know all of the facts of the details of if, why she won. If she wins, before then you make a decision. Like she's just a bitch and she's trying to rape the system. Et if she wins, then fucking Siegfried and Roy will be suing fucking Vegas, uh, Las Vegas for fucking having those tigers. That you know what I mean? Actually, that's our chain reaction of animal abuse case. Um, I knew the doctor who 
did Siegfried and Roy because I used to live down in Vegas and his daughter went to school Hold with up me. a second. What do you mean by did Siegfried and Roy? No, okay, sorry. He he worked on them. <laughs> like, he was the doctor for them. So what okay. happened actually was... The salacious rumor I, started. Well, the, the biggest funny thing was... Uh, it was a large, uh, a woman from Texas who tried to pet the tiger because there was how the stage was set up. There was two pits. Mm-hmm. She literally reached onto the stage to pet the tiger because she got his ass drunk. <sighs> and so the tigers have grown up with them since you know they were cubs. Yeah. So they instinct was this is he's smaller than me, he's weaker than me, to drag him off by his scruff, which we don't have. Yeah. So in in hence getting the punctures and dragging him off stage that's the reason why the animal was never put down was because he straight up told them do not put this animal down and he had a reserve uh, on his estate yeah. so it was more so, protection yeah it, the, the animal didn't mean to hurt him it's just and it, it was because someone did something stupid some stupid fucking yokel from Texas decided that yeah. you know, wanted I, to pet the fucking tiger I have a Siegfried and Roy story too when I got married I went to Vegas to get married and when we were in the airport which one's the one that didn't get mauled the fucking blonde one uh, he's the uh, is the yeah. blonde one that didn't I don't know which one is which one's that Siegfried I met him in the airport yeah. oh yeah yeah he's a little bitch whoa I'm just saying he was a little bitch I expected more from him were you expecting some like man among gods or something like I'm, I'm just saying I expected an illusion or something and I didn't see one I was very disappointed what why are you looking at me like that speaking of uh, mummified looking I... people um, so there was this uh, German woman who uh, died six months ago and was just found in front of her TV <laughs> apparently at a complex uh, like it's a 30 apartment block and uh, residents complained of an unpleasant smell but never reported it to authorities um, and then finally the landlord noticed that uh, the, the smell and then also noticed her mailbox jammed with uncollected letters I would think six months and decided to enter the apartment and caught her uh, at, as he put it quote partially mummified body sitting in front of the TV which was still on and it was probably watching Matlock. <laughs> wow. Just Come guessing. on, man. Just taking a wild guess. I just would be surprised that they wouldn't be on there beating on the door sooner, you know, like, where's my damn Six rent money, bitch, months. you know, or something. Six months. How but, the fuck? Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. Do they pay, like, in full for the entire year, like you can do with insurance here? Well, what ended up, <laughs> I would imagine since this was a retired person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. The Lots of money in the checking that, account, but... direct deposit. True. Could be that way, so nobody there had any reason to, like, go yep, in. she's and... paying her bills. Case solved. And she obviously had her electric- electricity on auto pay. Good job. Mm-hmm. The TV was still on. So that's exactly why, kids, you should never get direct deposit. <laughs> People will find you can, you can basically find you dead. people will find your dead mummified body in your house. Actually, to me, that's a reason. It's like if you know you're gonna die, like make a scary face or something, like right at the door, and like oh, put a stick on. on you so you don't fall. So you're just like, and then going to they open right up there. and you're just like partially mummified, making a face, and people freak the fuck out. That'd be hilarious. Is that how you want to die now? Are you going to Hell switch yes. out your... Yeah, fuck all this like dying in some blaze of glory. <laughs> I want to die exactly like that. <laughs> Where it takes six months for people to fucking find me, and then they find me, and it scares the shit out of them. 
Well, you hear that. If he dies while you guys are living together, just leave his ass in there to run it. Yeah. I'll just try to, just, I'll just just try to make s- it as much as I can yeah, on my own for a while. scary <laughs> position and... <laughs> this is a weird. You know, you have to. Strange. You got to bend him over something and put a dildo up his ass or Whoa. something. So that's how they find him. All right, you're not allowed to do this anymore. Never mind. I want to go back to the Blades of Glory death. Aww. That's sad. You guys want to talk about the topic now? Um, the me do the. You know, I at the first of the year, I did the fucking story about the dude that was in the bathroom. Or no, wait, he was at the bar. And he started fucking, he whipped his dick out, started masturbating and like ran to the bathroom and stuff. And they, they had like, they called the cops and like it took yes. like 12 cops to beat his ass and tase him to get him out of there. Yes. I found a guy that is in running for, like, I wanted to do that. I'm thinking this is the fucking way I want to go. I want to be just high on meth and just whipping that, just jerking it off, running <laughs> through the bar while the cops are chasing me. This guy might have fucking beat him though. So oh, Jesus. the cops are calling this dude in New Jersey. Uh, 31 year old Jermaine Jones. Got anything to say to that, Box? <laughs> Jermaine, no. Jermaine Jones. I have nothing to say to that. So they call the cops because allegedly there is a uh, naked man riding a tricycle in the apartment's <laughs> complex. And uh, Oh, yes. So when the cops got there, uh, they found Mr. Jones hiding underneath a stairwell. And he was allegedly, they called him eating a mixture of glass and tobacco I don't know what the nutritional value is in that but he was enjoying a meal was he high on something and then uh, after the cops started questioning him he had uh, finally came clean to him and said that he had ingested (laughs) some cocaine so I don't know what he how he ingested it I mean he just ate that along with the glass and the tobacco or something but so that's what I'm waiting So this is saying, there's got to be a way to mix Jermaine and his cocaine on a tricycle. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. <laughs> we, can do some, we can do something crazy. He was naked. Don't forget that. Chewing on tobacco. I would say, <laughs> I would say butt ass naked, but I want to be a black ass naked. Take it that road, <laughs> Why do you oh, think he was man. black? I didn't say he was black. I just said his name was Jermaine. What was his last name? Jones. Jones? Hmm. Is he a relative of yours, Eric? Not that I'm aware of. Getting, yeah, he's from New Jersey. He is from New Jersey. You were up there. He's not from New Jersey. Just because I was up there doesn't mean I have relatives. He lived up there Did you have sex while you were up there? Did you get gay married while you were up there? I didn't get That's gay not, married, no, but hold. I did have sex, of course. Okay, you had, okay, how old is this person? 31. Damn right. it! Right. I was going to say, about 10 years too old for Eric. Even still, like, <laughs> fucking, uh, wow. Um... <laughs> Whatever. Eric and Jermaine, yeah. <laughs> What's next is a bath salts. Do they have like a tricycle for two? <laughs> you get on that. But that's how I want to go out. I want to be fucked up on coke, riding a tricycle naked, chewing on glass when the cops fucking finally catch me and take me out. <laughs> Yo! It's the dick of the world! Damn, that's aggressive. Yeah, I had to go old school there. Yeah, I don't know if you guys saw uh, big news for Disney this past week. Frozen became like the all-time grossingest animated movie. Wait, what? Say that again. The movie Frozen. Say it again. Gross. The most gross. 
It made the most fucking movie of any fucking anime. It made the most fucking movie of any money Money, ever. Fuck it. I hate you fuckers. (laughs) Anyway, so. You said grossiness. It doesn't fucking matter what I said. (laughs) Give me another beer, somebody. Fuck. Hey, mark that, Eric. All right, so Uh, go ahead, Michael. That's another one you're not allowed to say anymore. So, a radio host and pastor. Ooh. Important. uh, A guy named Kevin Swanson. He me, was uh, let me get my Christian doing his radio going. show with his little buddy uh, something, Steve Vaughn or whatever his fucking name is, and they're discussing the movie Frozen and Dis- Disney and all the fucking evils it brings. And uh, I'll give a little bit more substance, but you got to listen to this clip. I think you guys will enjoy it where he discusses um, the greatness of Disney. Man, how many children are taken into these things and how many Christians are taking their kids off to see the movie Frozen, produced by an organization that is probably one of the strongest, pro, most pro-homosexual organizations in the country. You wonder sometimes, I'm, I'm not a tinfoil hat conspiratorialist, but you wonder sometimes if, if maybe there's something very evil happening here, Steve. It makes you wonder. It makes you wonder, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I was the devil, you know, what would I do to really foul up an entire social system and and do something really, really, really evil to five and six and seven year olds and Christian families around America. I, I think I, I, I would w- make I would, a movie. I would I, <laughs> I would buy Disney. Yeah. If I was the devil, I would buy Disney in nineteen eighty four. Yeah. And that's then, what I would have done. And then and, you start making all these nice little movies that just throw little things in there that that make sin look enticing and, and in fact the worst, some of the worst of sins make it look enticing or at least to start to indoctrinate slowly turn the heat up on the frog in the in the pan friends this is evil just just evil I, I, I wonder if people are thinking you know i think this cute little movie is going to indoctrinate my 5 year old to be a a lesbian or or treat homosexuality or bestiality in a light sort of way i i wonder if if the average parent going to see frozen is is thinking that way you know i wonder if they're they're just walking in and saying yeah let's get my five-year-old and seven-year-old indoctrinated early steve you know they're not no i think for the most part they're oblivious and yet maybe they do pick up on pieces of it but they just don't get up and walk out um, what do you think your fucking church does every day in Sunday school to your little fucking kids? Yeah, and but indoctrinates them into a system of bigotry and hatred towards other no, people. No, but Eric, they don't want them to be doing bestiality, and they don't want them to be homosexuals. I mean, Jungle Book. Maybe, maybe fucking their parents or something like that. That's okay. We've learned that. We discussed that earlier. <laughs> That's all right. But we're talking about the, the really, story where the dude got drunk and yeah, we okay. really got to draw a line at these gay themes. It's ridiculous, and I love it. He goes on to say um, he talks about like the magical powers and stuff. You know how there's always spells and shit in Disney movies, and how you know it's not you know miracles by God they teach. They teach these mystical powers. Like they're also indoctrinating them, teaching them witchcraft. So they're trying to teach Ooh. your kid to be um, to fuck animals. Uh, be gay and do witchcraft. So that's what Disney's up to. And that, let me tell you something. This will be one of the few times I defend Disney on this because I think Disney's a fucking evil empire. But um, I just thought it was hysterical when I was listening to this. There's more. And I'm sorry that clip was so long I didn't have a chance to cut it down. But I, I thought there was a lot of gold in there, to be honest. So. 
the the tone of his voice freaks me out. Oh, he's very like, he, he's he, real he, dramatic. He was getting into it when he was talking about teaching the kids to do wrong things. Yeah. He's getting off it's on like, it. Yeah, we're, Disney's getting in there and they're they're teaching him to do wrong things. Oh yeah, oh, they think bestiality's good. Oh, just mm. thinking about those kids What's, doing what wrong bestiality things, are we talking oh. about? Oh, if I, had, was, if I had a monkey with a hat right now. <laughs> <laughs> A chimpanzee. I think uh, probably like Beauty and the Beast, right? Isn't that what he's talking about? Uh, I would, I yeah, maybe, I guess. I can't really think of any other... I mean, it could just be a cursed man. There could be that. Or maybe... Yeah, um, it's about redemption. Like you no, said, no, no, no. It's probably about fucking an animal. Yeah, maybe you said Jungle Book, dude. Like fucking when he's like yeah, growing like, up on Baloo or I love something. How, I love how like when, when Republicans loved Disney was when they were making Jungle Book, which was like, hey... You need to stay with your own people, and we need to stay with our own people. And it's all about segregation. And you know what I'm saying? Like the monkeys were the bad ones in that movie. Does anybody know if there's something to the the date that he gave? Because he was very specific. He says, "If I was the devil, I would have bought Disney in 1984." I don't know. I don't know. We have to do some research on that. I think. Because I'm, I don't. I mean, I was born four years later. Seems just way too random and specific to be some kind of just like Um, lighthearted. Is that the day Disney died? No, I don't know. It might have been actually because he. I guess if he passes away, his that company's just up weird for to me sale. That he was That's just research. Like, if I was a devil, I would have bought him in 1984. It's like, what, huh? Why 1984? <laughs> That's research for the listener. If anybody can uh, fucking get back to us and tell us what the significance of that date was, then we'll Boggs will send you a big pic. Flaccid. <laughs> That's the only way it will be. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, certainly yeah, doesn't, that, wait. certainly doesn't need has, to be hard anymore. Someone has ED. Tucked in. Aww. Aww. <laughs> yeah, dude. You're going to tuck it? Tuck it. Just do like the goat on the other side. You could always do the Silence of the Lambs version. Oh, I'm good. That's what we need. Yeah. <laughs> Just you with some stockings on and maybe a fucking... What the, so the it's, I think it's an appropriate time to mention that Blake's Christian and he's yeah. just been sitting here quietly and calmly. Aww. Like, you sons of bitches. Probably just rip into his religion. He's like, I want to fucking kill all three of you right now. <laughs> Actually, I have no problem with your opinions. Wow. Man. Oh. He's Mr. Kill An- Me With Kind, he does this He's all another time. Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I think Andrew's way more passive than Blake, because Blake actually holds an opinion. Andrew oh, yeah. just kind of like goes, eh, whatever. I'm not going to well, tell you anything at all, ever. The problem is is there you have the extreme right and you have the extreme left. I mean, you can never find a middle ground. You have to be open to people's you know, opinions, because if you want someone to listen to you, you're going to have to really state it back. And this guy, for example, isn't willing to go anywhere. I mean, look at the new pope. He's really kind of embraced of do not forgive the sin, but forgive the sinner. And the, with that method, with that, he's kind of moving towards saying, yes, they're gay, but I can't hate them because I can't judge them. I'm not the one who's supposed to be judging them. And now that's guess, what I, he's trying to teach away. I get that. And I mean, I, I actually just have never had the opportunity to ask anybody this question. Um, but do you see that as them just trying to get more butts in the pew or do you think he's actually legitimate like to me it seems like a pr move because i mean let's face it religion is on the downslide um and it has been for a while and especially the staunchest of the staunch like the catholic church has been turning away a lot of people with with all the child abuse everything their child abuse Mm -hmm. and then their anti-women uh rights that they've been trying to just put a stamp on, and to me, it just seems like a PR move by the Catholic Church to say, "Hey, no, no, don't don't leave us. Keep keep sending us money. Keep sending. See, we got the good Pope now. We got the good. Pope. We're nice. We're cool. We're we're down. We're hip. 
They're like the old guys, just like, I, I can still do this. Well, I yes and no is kind of the thing. I, I believe the Pope actually believes in what he's saying. I, yeah. I believe that Pope does. But do I believe the Catholic Church put him there because that's what his beliefs were? Yes. So I kind of I mean, feel that's kind of the truth that, too. That seems they like let legit. It, they let yeah. him be a legitimate person on top, and they let it be that way so they have a better image because they can. Yeah. It's the difference between saying you need to lie or saying that we need to get someone up there so we can hide behind him. I think that's the difference. Mm-hmm. True. And I I was baptized Catholic. I yeah. can't stand Catholicism. With it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, I did not know that about you. Um, I yeah. don't know why. I mean, um, it just seems so. You know, out of all the religions. Okay, I'm not going to play into stereotypes, but (laughs) as a young boy, were you in the Catholic Church? Oh, Jesus. Come on, man. I'm asking him some questions that are unrelated to rape and or sex. (laughs) Answer the question, (laughs) but But you're insinuating. Uh, No, my my issue is is, um, instead of uh, embracing everyone, they want to only embrace, like, people. They believe you should be dressed, act, and everything else. Uh, So when I had an issue is, is I show up in jeans and... Uh, a t-shirt because like I was running late that morning they pretty much told me go home so mm-hmm. I never returned and that's how I feel about it you, if, if you want someone to embrace religion you embrace the person you don't embrace how they yeah. dress or they, I mean know. even when I was a Christian I found it very strange that you had to talk to some dude in a little cubicle to get your message to God. <laughs> oh, so you so you were Catholic too then? No, I wasn't. I just thought it was weird. I was like, I uh, was Christian at one the point. The thing that you just uh, definitely uh, brought to light that I think a lot of people really denounce a lot is uh, there's a lot of jokes that run around atheist circles like, hey, let's go to a place on Sundays and compare clothing. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, that's always been more of a relevant feature than people really give credit to, but that's pretty much what happens. You go to church and you're like, I love your dress i love your tux i love your suit you know what i'm saying who the fuck wears a tux to church dude I meant, I meant you suit. can tell you're an atheist you piece of shit you never gone to church have you <laughs> <laughs> fucking tux is that what you're not doing so what are you, you doing this sunday yeah let's <laughs> say uh i think we all need to go to church together one sunday oh, um mm, i think I we should all bring go myself and, to do it we should all go and have a chit chat i already with cringe the, i already cringe at my dealings with church in general because I haven't been in a while. I want to kind of get an idea what it's running like these days. I mean, it's been a long fucking time. I'll say this, man. Relationships I've had with fucking religious girls compared to non-religious. Religious girls fucking are better in the sack. I'll say that much. All that they praying, They got that dude. going for them. All that praying. Well, they have all the time on their knees, so. Oh, my God. That's Wow. Did you hear that? Oh my Did you fucking hear that? Don't bother, Eric. He's getting beers. He's making beer run right now. That was awesome. I'm going to use that. So I guess we do need to get roll into topic stuff, right? Uh, it's whatever. Guess, if you have any more stories, then go for it. Um, You got anything there, sir? Nope. Like, like okay, my good. beer? Oh, um, yay. I just said such that, a gentleman. We did gender inequality last week, and we're basically going to continue on that topic. I mean, we might... Take it a couple different routes and stuff, and we'll kind of get into some of this stuff. Because I know last week we kind of well, fucked had, around a little bit. We've had off. quite a bit of um, social media hype, I guess, or hubbub about the last week's topic. So I figured we'd rehash a couple of the finer points. That yeah, there are a couple of things we need to <coughs> debate. That's actually why I brought in Blake, debunk. too, because... Uh, and DeBlake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have DeBlake to debunk. What? I don't know. I'm confused. I guess really strange. It. I'm only on my second beer, too. I can't really drink as much, man. I got to work tomorrow. This fucking weeknight is killing me. By the way, we're taping this on April Fool's. So the joke's on you, motherfuckers, if you're listening to this. <laughs> Just want you hey, Boggs, I do have a good knock-knock joke. 
Okay. You start. Knock, knock. Who's there? Uh, Joke's on you. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> you fucking bitch. Um, I don't like that joke. I don't like that joke at all. So, um, <clears throat> Go ahead, sir. No, the, uh, the biggest thing I wanted to, to bring to light is um, there's a lot out there that states that, especially when it comes to uh, gender differences, that there isn't a, an earnings gap related to discrimination. And it was more related to women's choices of where they wanted to work and life decisions like having children and things like that. Uh, so I wanted to kind of like uh, make sure that everything that was defined was proper and make sure that what we'd said before, uh, especially like Blake's point is great because Blake has all the data in front of him from the class that we both took that I'm drawing from. So it's like really easy to like just have him in here and like so, talk about some. Well, of that. simply put, I mean, that statement is just, it's too blanketed. It's too easy of a statement to just kind of dismiss the, the wage gap and just say, oh, well, they choose different jobs. So that must be the reason that there's a wage gap because they choose lower paying jobs. That's kind of like the bullshit point I was trying to make comparing like African-Americans and women saying, you know, we had a 400 fucking year head start on getting our shit together where they've only had 40 years of equal, and I'm saying this in quotation marks, equal rights where they've, you know, to catch up to us. So there's a reason why there's a lot more poor blacks. They have not had the opportunities as white people have. And it's the same thing with women. Like we were talking about before, women couldn't be doctors. Women were nurses. You know, women couldn't be CEOs. They had to be secretaries. Women couldn't be pilots. They had to be flight attendants. I mean, that's where it started, you know? Yeah, I mean, even today, you still hear about it's the first woman of this. It's the first woman doing this. And exactly. it's like, are you fucking shitting me? Like, we're still not past this? Mm-hmm. Like, we freak out about the first woman to do something. It's like, wow, we're, well, that's we're the still thing. totally unequal. Without getting into the math, I'll let Blake get into the math of everything that, that goes on. But just the philosophy in general where you'd have to, like, just to find to yourself... Do you feel that there's discrimination in society outside of the workplace and outside of economics towards women? And if the answer is no, then I don't even want to talk to you because there's no fucking way you can't see <laughs> that people discriminate. And the other thing, too, is, and Blake will go over this, too, a lot of the, the issue that I feel that people were having, especially social media-wise, was like, we're redefining discrimination as prejudice. And prejudice is a much more negative term. Discrimination is you making a decision based on traits that you find are different. That's really all it is. Yeah. And that's still not that's not really where we want to be with stuff, but it's not quite as negative as prejudice. Just as far as terminology goes, I'm gonna disagree. Everybody's fucking prejudiced. But discriminatory, I think, is a different thing. Like you're discriminating like you're black, I discriminate against you. Feel free to but just I can, butt in. I can Tell be, me to shut the fuck up. I can be prejudiced against you because no. I don't like a fucking like you're wearing a Yankees hat. I'm like Bill O'Reilly. He likes Yankees. Fuck him. He's a douchebag. No, that, that's not necessarily true at all. When you really look at discrimination, discrimination is based, making a decision based off a difference. Nothing else. Is, it's not a feeling. When you're feeling, especially when we're talking about in the field of economics, economics really defines it very, very strictly. As that's what it is. And so when the media uses it, they're using it in what the economics senses because they're gathering data they're interpreting that data and from there they're able to uh, move forward so when they use the word discrimination it's it, it they've put a negative connotation on it and it's because of the spin we've created this negative connotation but really what they're talking about is a prejudice i have a prejudice towards this because i have a feeling towards this sector it, it is discrimination is not a feeling because when we really get into it there's a man and a woman 
someone's getting hired and it's depending on who's hiring if i'm a man i'm more likely to look at the man because i understand him better than i would a woman i have more knowledge about being a man so if both of them underperform i'm more likely to go with the man than i am the woman because i have more understanding of how a man works and now let's switch the roles and it's the same situation the woman will more likely hire the woman it's just that's a statistical number and that's statistical discrimination you actually have the statistical numbers on that um not on that but i have the mathematical equation for it because i'm uh i'm curious on that one because i've seen a lot of uh women bosses who uh discriminate against women yeah, um, I think I see that more like in the I've, workplace. I, I, especially in the industry that I'm in, <laughs> I've seen it a lot where uh, a female boss will be interviewing somebody and they'll be like, oh, no, I can tell she's just going to be a catty bitch or whatever, you know. Well, then that that's what I'm talking about by the understanding. That That's the unknown factor. So, like, essentially they can say, if, like, going up against another man is you can say, I can tell this guy's an asshole. Yeah. And, you know, more easily and then being able to be sweet-talked. And same thing is you don't have that little fuzzy feel of um, being able to use um, chemistry of let's say that he might be somewhat attractive even though he might be an asshole they'll be able to look past that and so you, you get more of that information going from that standpoint you don't have that you, ha you can be more analytical yeah. than more of a feeling and so it, it allows someone to make a better decision and if I can look through this real quick I'll be able to actually have that equation exactly for that and it's under labor discrimination which is unemployed and specifically it's employer discrimination it, i mean that that's uh it, it's pretty difficult when you're interviewing somebody to kind of decipher and not only that but bring your own uh prejudice to the back burner because i mean i think <clears throat> despite what you say i mean i do think that we all kind of have our own little prejudice towards people just regardless. Oh, we do. Um, but that is actually a form of human that, behavior, though. That so. comes on all fronts, whether it be, you know, uh, skin color, gender, um, or <clears throat> even just, like, you know, level of attractiveness, like all kinds of different stuff, you know. Um, and even, like, clothing. Like, uh, and I, I, unfortunately, I'm a victim of that. If you come in to my establishment and you're wearing jeans and a T-shirt and you try and get a job, you're not getting a job, period. Now, is it that you don't have any better clothes and you can't afford better clothes? I don't know. But I'm still discriminating against, against you because of what you're wearing at the time. And that's, that's, <laughs> that's kind of the point, too. Um, Am I right for doing that? I, that's the question, too, is like, what I, if they literally know, can't I do afford it. the clothes? I do it, but I've been taught my whole life that if you go in for a job, you need to dress like you want the job. So anybody who doesn't dress like they want the job, I'm like, nope. I mean, you're, you're you're correct in that because of it. it's, it's a set standard. We're, we're setting the standard to say, okay, this is what we expect when we come to the job. This is what we expect to see. Now, it, would it be different if someone approached you and said, okay, I'm I'm coming up up to you and said, unfortunately, I can't work. I don't own anything other than this. I would really like to have this job. I would like to have this opportunity so I can make myself better. So if someone actually approached you and actually told you the whole situation instead of making it so you didn't have to fill in the gap yourself, well, would you make your decision differently? I mean, maybe it really depends on their credentials and where they're at. But I mean, for the most part, I mean, people aren't—they don't know that about me. To get, I don't wear a label a, uh, saying if you don't wear this outfit, I'm not going to hire you. I was gonna <laughs> but, say though, to get a, a better comparison, let's say somebody comes in fully dressed the way you want them to, and they have the exact same credentials as the other person. Yes. 
and the other person's situation is they can't afford it. Now what do you do? Do I know that they can't afford it? Yeah, they tell you. They tell you, yeah. Me so being basically the we're trying to I set am. them up to where the only difference between the two people is <sighs> the fact that one of them wasn't as well dressed. Me, if I knew that the other person can't, couldn't afford them, I would probably hire the person that couldn't afford them. Simply because I know that they need the job more. And see, that's and that's discrimination, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, oh, I know, I know. It works either way. <laughs> but see, I that's mean. this is the thing that, that I think Blake is getting at, too. Sometimes discrimination can be kind of positive. And this is oh, kind of a pity yeah, positive thing. Yeah. But that's the thing is... But um, you still have another person that's out of a job. Yeah. Who may eventually become the person who can't afford the clothes to come yeah. to work. <laughs> <laughs> well, Actually, come back when you're broke, and That, that kind of goes all back to the... Uh, it kind of comes back to everything. I mean, it's like when we talk about uh, employment, we want to reach a natural rate of employment, which is fi- uh, 5 to 6%. And really, the reason why is we don't want to have everyone have a job, because if everyone had a job, it would be really hard to get other people to work for you. I mean, at the end of the day, there is no... The old, when people say natural rate, it means it's because you can't ever have it at 0%. It's just not practical. Not not in a, a society, at least. Well, yeah, in the current economic paradigm, absolutely yeah. not. Not going to happen. Yep. And also, they don't count frictional unemployment among those, right? Um, they do. But really? Wow. Yes, I didn't. I didn't think frictional, that. structural, and uh, frictional, structural, and then cyclical. Cyclical. Yes. Thank you. Yes. I got your back, bro. <laughs> Do you guys want to uh, define those terms just in case our listeners don't understand? Okay, so frictional unemployment is unemployment <laughs> because you are fired, uh, laid off, etc., something like that. It means that there's a job somewhere for you, but you haven't found it. Mm-hmm. Structural unemployment is unemployment due to things like your entire market collapses, like when we invented cars. Structural unemployment occurred in the horse industry because they basically became obsolete. And cyclical is based on the business cycle. Cyclical would be like uh, you getting laid off. Like no. we can't afford you because things are down. Yeah, it's, like it's a downturn in the economy that creates cyclical uh, unemployment. Cyclical unemployment is like for the recession is a great example. <clears throat> when the recession hit, yeah. people lost jobs. That's what we consider cyclical. We don't want to have cyclical in a uh, Policies R&Rs. tend to deal with the latter two, not frictional. Because really like what policy is there for you – Got fired for doing whatever. Probably acting like well, Michael. Also, fr- uh, frictional would be you could get a better job somewhere else and you decided to, oh, I'm going to wait a couple weeks and go do the job. So it's essentially right. taking a break. And and that that's what we consider frictional also. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so the other thing that... <laughs> The other thing with social media that I left, too, is there's a positive end to that. The, the earnings gap you find is not as large as it has been, and it's getting smaller. So, um, I don't know if, Blake, do you have any of the stats on, like, how small the gap is right now for men to women? Um, I have some numbers on it. I The the latest numbers I have is, like, 1991 for some reason. Damn. I've got a little bit more updated than that. It's a little dated. Yeah. (laughs) Um, These actually are from last year. The way they're showing it in here right now is, um, I'll kind of go through all of them. Women working full-time. You know how the whole thing is the 77 cents on the dollars that we always say? They said, actually, women working full-time make 82.1%. Okay. Of, of what? And see, even still, like, that was not the case 10 years ago. Like, well, 10 okay. years ago. Certainly. And, and I could give you some of that. Uh, gender wage gap has only closed by 1.7% over the last decade, compared to 3.1% the decade before 
and 9.7%. So basically, it's getting worse. I mean, the gap's still closing, well, but at a much smaller place. This I mean, is an, I, I agree with that, but I mean, what was the, the gap back in the 50s? It was probably astronomical. Hold up, let me subtract 9.7, So <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know... About uh, 69%, 68%. A $3 bump in pay is... You know, a lot bigger than now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, so the in, gap is getting in three decades, it's gone from about sixty-eight to eighty-two percent. But I mean, is that nominally or real? Uh, nominal or real? Sorry. Um, they don't say on here. I'm assuming it's going to be. It's got to be in real dollars. I mean, I imagine the way they're doing it. it Since they're getting, I, gross? I'm just going to say I'm not exactly sure. Yeah, we'll gro- go. Gross is nominal. We'll go by gross. We'll go. We'll go. Okay. We'll go by nominal then because. That's why I'm going to assume they did this in the study. But um, but like I said, the current trajectory, they're saying that women wouldn't have equal pay until 2058 at the pace they're going Damn. because it's slowing down so much. Um, but does that also include, uh, like, I'm going to play a little bit of the other this side. Is of this is full-time. One. They're saying full-time work. Well, e- e- well, Not, you know, part-time, taking time off to fucking okay. raise family, going back into the workforce. They're saying a woman who's working the same job as a man, full-time so you're talking is making 40 eight, hours a week well, or salary but employee. There, there's even 82%. points in there's even points in that and we we had a whole conversation about this in mind is is negotiation skills involved uh taken out of this because uh i mean i'm just playing the other side of that however to be fair mm-hmm. it's shown that men don't have better negotiation styles it's just men <laughs> so it's it's just different factors that are actually in full time i've got a penis pay me more that's what it comes <laughs> down to <laughs> Look at my dick. Give me more money. So also, it's like the woman shows cleavage. You like whip out your penis. Also, I don't like how, how, works? how this is stated also because there it's depending on people who it, they could leave the labor market and then re-enter in a full-time position. Because if they leave a full-time and, and re-enter a full-time, you're yeah. more likely to earn less. And women have a tendency to do that. Yeah. So if that is not factored in there, it could be a little bit less than it shows. Well, here's what they say on that. Um, more than 10% of the wage gap can be attributed to the fact, like you said, that women will leave the labor force uh, because they have to interrupt their careers for either raising children, taking care of family members and whatnot. And um, they said mothers, and then this goes into solutions on it. Like, I think we've talked about all this shit before. This is things that other countries that are like they have their shit together um, have, but like mothers who have access to like childcare are twice as likely to stay at their jobs and make mm-hmm. a pay similar to that of men. Um, same thing with women who get uh, family leave. Um, there, this says that if you get paid flam- family leave, then most likely you're going to have wage increases that are more um, in structure with what uh, men make. And they say that those women that have those options or that don't leave the force make about 90% of what men make. So, I mean, if if you don't, you know, if you're not having to leave the labor force, if you're not having to go take care of somebody, if there's not that stigma yeah. attached to you. But even you know, still, back to your point, how you're saying, you know, if you leave a full-time job and then re-enter a full-time job, how the pay is usually <clears throat> lower. Um, the majority of people that are going to be doing that are women mm-hmm. because of uh, child rearing and stuff like that. So... To me, that in itself is sexist because they're they they can't help that. Like, there's no. I mean, you have a kid, you have a fucking kid. Yeah, but not much you can it's, do. It's You're it's not going to be right back up on your feet within a couple of weeks and be like, "Hey, well, boss, I'm ready to work." We're not talking about a couple months. We're we're talking about someone who left to take care of their kid for like a year or longer. Okay. So it's it's more of it's they've left the labor force. I mean, they physically now left does it. the reduction in your pay. Um, 
include men in that study? Like, as far as if a man it, it, decided to take one to two years to uh, raise the kid as opposed to the woman? Yes, they. It does not matter if you're a man or female, uh, man or woman. Actually, women, as weird as it sounds, to get come back at higher grades than a man does. If a man leaves the labor force and returns to the labor force, they're statistically going to have a lower pay because hmm. it, it it's just. Hmm. It it's kind of plays into how we view people, actually, and this is gonna. You guys I was about to say because uh, the man is viewed as weak if he stays home and bears the kid. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of like uh, it, you're gonna love. You guys are probably gonna love this. Is um, women who are overweight are less likely to get hired than women who are skinnier. Men who are overweight are uh, is not affected depending on uh, how much overweight. Like you're allowed to be. Like I'm not talking about morbidly obese, but I'm talking about like you're yeah. you're you're a bigger man. That's fine. Now here's even more fun into that is if you're a black woman, you're actually allowed to be more overweight because it's looked upon as acceptable, and their hiring rate is higher. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man! Love that ghetto booty. Ain't your mama? <laughs> Come on, and, dude. God, jeez. Um, I actually have uh, some fun facts right here, and this is up to 2009 from 1965. Asians have always made more than whites. Mm. Whites are the second. Then it goes to uh, uh, blacks, and then uh, no, sorry. Then it goes to Hispanics. Then it goes to blacks. But the reason why Hispanics is greater than uh, blacks is because the number of people, uh, just the large number of population. So So, that's really what it goes down by. Okay, so one of the reasons why I feel like that's true is because a lot of the demand, and I know that this plays in the stereotypes, and naturally it's me saying this point, Mm. but. I suck. I'm like the. They they take like racially out of context things all the time that I say and anyway. Get ready. Uh, Getting more stuff. Getting more stuff to Blake. I'm sure Blake's heard me say some pretty. It doesn't matter. Anyway, so yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> I think it's one of the things that I remember talking about, like when it came to um, people who have a really staunch opinion of like immigrants taking a lot of jobs. They take jobs that no one wants anyway because the American market that we have for people, and I'm assuming this is kind of racially angled because of the video I watched, but like any foreign labor we have fills the bottom part of the gap we have and the high part of the gap we have. In other words, like really high intensive skill labor, uh, engineers, anybody involved in any mathematical type skill, that tends to be filled by immigrants because they're better at it than we are because their education system is better in terms of math and sciences. On the other hand, uh, and I'm sure Eric can attest to this, they also supply a lot of low-skill labor. Um, yep. Busboys, cooks, construction, things like that. Even though I, I kind of consider construction a skill because I suck at it. But anyway, the idea is Americans that are, quote-unquote, I, I don't even know how else to say it, but why. I really don't know how this isn't a racial thing when he, when he posted it. But people who are native-born tend to be rounded. So, like, we fill out everything in the middle. Some of us are high-skill labor. Some of us are low. Some of us... Are right in the middle of all that. So honestly, well, a sense. lot of it we're balances our economy in a lot of ways. We're lazy, but we don't want to get dirty. Well, but to, to be fair to your point, though, is, is then so why is the Asian community so, like? I mean, when I say they're hey, higher, dude. they're they're higher hey, than if us. You, if you wanted to bit. get help on math homework, who do you call, dude? Do you call me or do you call your Asian friends? Oh, oh my here god, we here we go. Bogs again. That's what I'm saying, though. Is like I, I don't. I'm tr- I'm tired of playing into the stereotypes like that, but. That is a very large reason because people who came to this country to begin with over stuff like that, they came here because we had a market and a demand for their labor, which was mathematics, which was engineering. Um, I'm sure rocket See, science was I, in there. I, and I staunchly disagree. It's, I, a, it's really? a societal based. Yeah, it's, it, it is. I agree with that, too. It, it, it's, I don't. Y- y- you look at it. 
it, no, it, it's how we treat um, we as Americans. We teach our kids it's okay. You can be whatever you want to be. Yeah. Which, by the way, multiple economics professors, I love having this conversation with them. Uh, no, you can't. That not everyone can be president. Not everyone can be anything you yeah. want. Teaching your kid to be that is actually detrimental to them because when they can't achieve it, you just allowed them to fall on their face. Instead of saying, "Why don't we set realistic goals for you?" And move forward. I mean, that's that's one of the biggest problems we have with the society today. And that's the reason why we have the economic system we do. I mean, we're in a Keynesian economic system, which Boggs, I know, hates it. And I'm not I don't, a fan. And I'm, I'm not a fan of it either, actually. And we're staunch on difference on economic opinions. But it... it, it <clears throat> yeah, it come, I fucking hate you. <laughs> uh, I don't really hate him. That was just a joke, Eric. Big, but, big fucking... It's fine. I'm pretty sure both of you hate my economic opinions. <laughs> oh my god, we're gonna have to hash that out after the show. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, you're gonna love it. Um, but the the big issue is is we're we're teaching people that it it's okay to try to shoot for the stars, but and send everyone to college. Not everyone deserves to go to college. Not everyone should go to college. It 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 it's it's a drain on the system, and we we're starting to actually degrade the college system because of it i have a question for you do you like the european school system where they yes. have like tiers and it's like hey if you want to do mechanic work if you want to do a trade then let's go teach you how to do that at a high level yes okay that's kind of we had a show about that a long time ago that that went into that but anyway we're digressing from the point yeah. about women um nonetheless uh for for example the best one is uh what we would have it for dis- employee discrimination what we take is is uh we would take two different individuals. We'd have a, a white, like a white worker is what my example is, and a, a black worker. And then what you do is the white worker divided by one plus D, which is the discrimination factor that we uh, apply to them. Stop right there for a second. The idea that you're presenting, and this is the point yes. that I was saying about social media is, uh, and this is, I think this is the ultimate question to ask you. When you're hiring someone, there's discrimination, yes? Yes. Is there any possible way that there isn't discrimination in the workforce? No, there will always be discrimination. And it's funny as you say that is the people who are moving to the hiring positions aren't men anymore. More women are going to college. More women are taking degrees. And they're going to be sooner or later more women in the workforce. And therefore, they're going to be more likely because the statistical data is they're going to be the ones hiring. So sooner or later, it's going to be on our reverse is the men will be discriminated because the women understand women more likely. And so they might hire more women than they do men. Okay, keep going with your math. That's all I wanted to. So I wanted to make that point. But uh, going to that, we would we take that by the discrimination factor, and we would say if essentially what would if there was discrimination present, that person who if the divide uh, the white person divided by one plus D is still uh, less uh, greater than the work of the discriminatory the person will still hire the person they believe to be like e- even preferable. if preferable preferable that's the best word for it is so it, it kind of plays into the stereotype and that that is something we work with all the time it, it's it, it is present it, it, you can't move past it can't go anything further than that i mean that i took labor economics on top of that it is it all plays into preferences and regardless if you mean to or not when someone walks into a room you make judgments about them it, it's Economics is the decision of choices. It's nothing more than that. So when people try to make it all this about money, about everything, no, it's about how we spend our money and why we do what we do. So it, it are all you plays are there. you a fan of producer choice theory? 
Um, refresh me on producer choice theory. It's the theory, I actually may have misspoken on what it's called. Uh, it's the theory that there's always going to be discrimination because consumers are willing to pay premiums for workers that are preferable. Yes. Um, that's, we don't call it that, of course. We just call it customer discrimination. We, we just simplified it. But uh, Like you only go to a shop with white workers? Well, yeah, and they and, predominantly and have let to me pay tell you their now, white workers more. And and as as much as this is probably going yeah. to uh, you know be birds well, flocking only hire together, white but, workers, I guess. Yeah, yeah. but um, <laughs> like I said, as much as this is going to sound like birds flocking together, but my 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 dad is like a huge proponent of not going to certain gas stations because the attendant is Indian descent oh, wow. and or Muslim descent, <laughs> and because of that, he literally won't shop there. Now, do they factor <clears throat> in the fact that? You know, in certain regions, you're going to have a majority of a certain race because that's what's in there. Um, so, of course, you're going to have white kids working at, you know, whatever place you're going to because that's the majority that's we live in, in that Texas area. And, yeah. it, you know what I'm saying? Especially when you get into the suburbs and stuff and you get to those little small mom and pop places and, you know, even the, the big chains, you know. You're going to get to these suburb areas where it's predominantly going to be one race over the other because that's what the majority of that little part is does it factor into that at all no like, it's about do they preferences. use that equation no there's it's no, about preferences it, it, but even still that's not about preference that's about the fact that there's a majority of let's say white people in uh-huh. plano so yeah. the majority of the workers in plano are going to be white naturally that's just the way it, it is true there but is here's a, the deal there is a mathematical equation for okay that. Good. go for it so, Blake. Uh, no i was just i was saying in his Little oh scenario. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, in his scenario, no, they will drive further. That's and that's that's what you can factor. So they've that, shown that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. They will. Right. A a person will if that's their preference and they feel it's it. That's what I mean though. Is if yeah. does does this does that factor weigh heavy enough for them to go that extra dif, dif, uh, difference? If it doesn't, they will go to that person. But it, it's it depends on how large that discrimination factor is. To give the math, if you wanted to talk about the math, Eric, in a scenario where you would still shop at that place, let's say you could buy bottled water for a dollar or a dollar fifty, right? The dollar fifty store is the preferable race. So if you're black and it's a black attendant and that's your preferable race, the dollar fifty you'll spend on the premium having the attendant you'd like, even if it's a further distance. At what point does that factor? Th- this is the math involved with that. Mm-hmm. At what point does that factor make you indifferent? In other words. Like, how cheap do they have to make bottled water at the store for my dad to go shop there instead of the other place? Yeah. And even still, the idea is, and this is why it's always going to be predominant, they have to lower the price so much that he's indifferent. That's the first step. You see what I'm saying? So he's indifferent because it's cheaper, but he had to deal with an attendant he didn't like. That's not preferable anymore. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it has to be so low before it's preferable for him to go there. So that's that's the discrimination factor at work, and that's why I pulled Blake to this as like, um, yeah. The, the claims that I've heard have been like, there's no discrimination when it comes to why women. Yeah, that's a load of shit. And yeah, well, <laughs> and I, I was trying to like we had the discussion earlier is it might not be what it might be them being the misuse of terms is they might be saying that there's le- like there that there's less prejudice than there were. And the other thing, and I, I want to reiterate this point too, it's getting smaller. Like the gap mm-hmm. is decreasing. It's not like this is a huge blown out proportion issue anymore. It it's has still been. an issue. It is an issue, Dude, but it's still almost a 20% difference. 
I yeah, know, but, but then, it's still but, getting smaller, and I'm saying that... And I, to be fair, though, is as you said, 10% of that difference was because they had to leave the labor market in return because of childcare. So if you really add that to that factor, it, it's less. It's 10% then. So it, 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 I, I agree with Boggs on that one. It, it is shrinking. But you're saying if... It, so if you took out child-rearing, family issues, all that out of it, then it's 10% different. They're saying... Factoring that in, that's how you're, like you said, it's a perception thing. They perceive, okay, this woman's going to have to take off more because she's got to take care of her kids. She's going to have to take off more because she's going to have to take care of family members. It's factored into that. So it's still 20%. 10% may be perception-based, but it's still a part of the, you know, part of the equation for now. You know what I mean? It's not, so you still have to count it for what it is. I mean, the hard facts are, this is what it is. And it's growing at a substantially smaller rate. Like I said, at the percentage that keeps dropping at, they're you mean saying it's shrinking at a substantially smaller rate. Fuck you. And yes, <laughs> that's exactly what I mean. Okay. Cunt. It's like, what do you mean it's growing? That's so not anyway, at all the data. Anyway, so still, they're saying forty years at the rate it's going before it's an equal plane. Well, now it may be faster because, like you said, more women are. I think a large graduating from college with degrees yes, and taking absolutely. Place. So it, it could but, flip a much quicker. It, it, it may so, but I mean, are they going to be able to get the jobs that they are trying to uh, procure? I mean, are, are they really going to be able to get them? I want to say this. Because you look at, you know, when we had Megan on last week and we were talking about uh, Hollywood in particular, they yeah. are notoriously horrible at uh, employing women into, you know, some of these uh, more executive levels. And you look at producers, um, uh, cinematographers and so on. And even in actors versus actresses, the gap is so fucking huge. Uh, it it blows minds and it really shows how you know uh, we are very very sexist still as a society. Yes, yeah. but there there I mean there's economical data to state that that can't continue. If if they continuously have to pay premiums to people because they have to keep a certain sex in there, sooner or later the they're just going to be paying too much money. So sooner or later they're going to have to go to a it it it, it will naturally move itself towards that direction. It, that's it's it's a weird statement, but it's you, it, you if you have to pay a premium every time you have to hire someone to do that, sooner or later it's just going to cost you too much. Well, I was going to say if we want to, I can debunk that a little bit. We talk about like CEO pay. Like I know, I'll just say the corporation work for is a huge billion dollar corporation, and all my bosses I've ever had, all the managers are women, but our directors, all the directors across all of the businesses within where I work, all men, of course. But um, if you're talking about like getting the upper echelon, here's something that will kind of put it into that. Um, American corporations hit a record high last year. They made over $1.7 trillion. Profits for CEOs among the top 50 public companies saw a 4.1 increase. The median is almost $10 million per. So they're willing to pay this much for CEOs. I love the fact that they say that wages have stagnated since the 60s and they've barely outpaced inflation, whereas um, you've seen a 25% increase in productivity employees. Wages have stagnated, but yet, you know, you've seen 20 times faster growth for CEO pay. That's the thing. It's like they will pay that, man. They'll keep fucking paying that premium because the boys club. You have said, well, the wages are stagnant and they're so fucking, they're at that point. And that's one of the things, too. um, I know this is kind of on topic a little bit off topic as well but for women you know they talk about right now there's the big push to raise minimum wage they said if you raised minimum wage to the the amount they're throwing out is ten dollars ten cents an hour if you immediately raise the minimum wage to that tomorrow it would shrink 
five percent off of that twenty percent difference right off the bat. <laughs> because so many women work, and especially like you are on minimum wage, minimum wage type positions, or like fast food's a good one. That's the big push you always see. That's now. a big you, gap. But you got to be careful with that. It, it, the the problem is 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 where you're getting to is and I understand your point but there's spin technologies that are coming out and it will replace a lot of the fast food industry a lot of new innovations but it's too costly for them right now but it was for example they wanted to raise to 15 originally the strike that was going on in California for a long time and that happened fairly recently it's less than six months ago and in economic terms that's really recent so well you're also talking about California that they're cost of living is ridiculously higher than it is here in texas and then i what is their minimum wage isn't it already it, like 10 something it's yeah it's it's higher it's double digit it's but, not like but it, it was a nationwide increase is what they were arguing yes for. absolutely but i mean but them specifically the, it, it made more sense to go to 15 but but to that point they didn't get it because mcdonald's pretty much said okay we'll do that but then you're all fired because it's cheaper for me to put a machine in your place and move forward and that's one of their decisions. So you, you got to be careful when you're playing with minimum wage, especially. Minimum wage is a very good tool, and it can increase. It really can increase. Well, and that's a problem. Not. It hasn't increased in years. And oh. it, what they say is if you go to 1010, and then it keeps up with inflation, which is basically 3%. We'll just say 3% every mm-hmm. year. If they just continue to go with it, that's... It's, the, the number's wrong. Uh, I'm just just saying, this is kind of like generic number, throwing out 3%. If it went with that, then, like I said, you would solve. It'd be a 5% increase. And here's the other thing about it. Like the minimum wage thing, because this is a conservative argument a lot of the times is, oh, if you raise minimum wage, then it'll price everything and they'll have to fire everybody. Yeah, there's going to be initial layoffs. There's no doubt about it. If you were to increase it, let's say we went to, I think probably $12 is about a perfect amount. Well, and that's where I'm agreeing with you. And that's what what I'm trying to say is, is you've got to be careful not to exceed the amount. Because if you exceed it, what, what I would state for is a gradual yearly moving it up further and further and faster. That's what that I'm saying. Yeah. Tent in and then yeah. an inflation well, raise. It, the, the problem with inflation, and we have this discussion is it's not correct in the standard of what u.s releases is what i mean is like it's not the correct number is it's because it's not three percent it's, it's nowhere near that it's no, a lot no, lot greater no i understand i was really? just throwing yeah. that out yes. as shit I, I was throwing that as a generic i just, need to use that argument that's to get kind of, um actually <laughs> uh, when we were going around and doing the numbers it was around 12 percent are you it's, fucking kidding me? No. Oh, wow. I, I wouldn't not. have thought it's, it was that high. Wow. It's, it's extremely, extremely high because what's happening is they, when they take inflation, they take a bundle of goods, and those bundle are goods. Well, they've been changing the bundle of goods every five to six years. So if you never have a set bundle of goods that you can compare against year against year. So let me set, take it the 80s versus now. Well, the, <laughs> cha- the bundle of goods have changed. So I can't compare that. Yeah. So when someone's actually gone across all those years and all those changes, it's like it's a lot, lot higher than what we're stating because every to keep inflation down, they're changing the numbers. Like that's strictly what the case is. It, 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 you can't get it around that. And there's actually like that a makes me really sites. depressed. Yeah. So uh, when <laughs> when you go, when you go ask, ask for high, high, high numbers. And when you make that argument, go find find the argument. It's on, online. You should be able to type it in. Is what is the real interest rate? It should come up. And then you could say, bring that argument in with you. It, it really kind of surprised someone. 12%? It, it's, it's a ridiculous number. It, it's, it's really, really, really high because of the, you can't say, like, think about bananas. Like, just think about when, like, it, ask your grandma how much a banana cost. Then go look how much a banana costs today. 
like and then do that with several like just generic items but like it used to be like toilet paper or you know just really really generic items and then you compare them and then you look at the years and say oh yeah we're gonna take toilet paper away and put this other item in there and put this other item in there you're not comparing against anything solid anymore hmm. so I have to look at that I've never heard it, it it's 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 kind of a huge big issue that's going on. That's a very huge issue. That basically is like lying by default for the last thirty years. Yeah. And so there there's been people who have just gone back and did it correctly and kept the same bundle of goods through different years and then they did it through multiple different equations. That's why it's good to go to college and learn math. <laughs> <laughs> Like, fuck you and your fucking bundle of but goods. Even, I'm taking apples, motherfucker. But even that's a bullshit stat to a point because, you know, I mean, certain factors apply to certain goods, whether the price is going to up or down. So, I mean, even well, that. Well, you have to take a pretty large bundle. I'll say yeah. that. That's probably you have to look why, at the trend of But everything. that's probably why they change it because they try and find something that's more consistent. You know what I mean? Like, from year to year, like, you know how gas prices fucking jump. Like, one fucking month, it's... Two ninety eight. Next month's at three fifty. You know, you can't use something like that. Like you have to find something that's a more consistent value. So, let's say there's a fucking, I don't know, fucking drought in Columbia coffee fucking prices. You know what I'm saying? Like there, you have to find. I think that's probably why that they diversify it so much as opposed to well, going with the same. Well, if I'm a politician, I don't want to say that my eight year turn was 12 percent interest yeah I, you know I, what i'm saying that sounds that's the other that thing sounds wrong to that's me. like blake will agree to this too like when bush left office he plummeted gas prices so when obama took office what do you all notice gas prices go up what do you think obama's gonna do at the end of his turn he's gonna drop gas prices as hard as he can so when the republican takes office you know it's probably gonna happen you know the president has no say in gas prices he has whatsoever. policies he can implement not no. really, unless they release like Federal Reserve or something. Like they no. have a reserve of oil. Like they can release that and drop the prices minimally. You can, you can affect markets and policies enough that at the end of your term, the lag happens no. and they do that. No. I'm telling you. Believe me, if Obama could do that, he would fucking have that shit at about a buck now. That's exactly. No. No. How, how <laughs> close is he? What would it do good for him at this point? He's yeah, a lame he duck. Well, I'm saying, okay, yeah, then let's say like before be, the Romney election, it was up at like three, because that was a big fucking thing. Oh, look at gas prices. That was a big Romney stump speech. It's like, yeah, what, motherfucker. And when Clint of, left office, they were fifteen. When Bush left office, it was like two and a half. Right. So it was over 100% oh, that's increase. In, that's inflation. But that's yeah. the point. Is like, <laughs> after that happened, though, you can affect markets. And that's, seriously, when they when they have their panel of economists, uh, actually, I've had a guy who come, came in and did a, a little... Uh, lecture for us when I was in college but he was like they'll ask us like what happens if I do this decision and we'll do all the math and tell him what happens in that decision and more often than not they completely ignore us because it's not a political decision in other words like if it's the right thing to like okay let me give you an example to Blake's point you have too many people employed okay in other words your inflation rate is really high what do you have to do the correct answer is you need to have people not working right now do you see what I'm saying? Do you see how that's not a political goal? You can't go out and tell the public, good news, I'm going to lay off a lot of people because I'm going to raise, I'm going to lower interest. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that can't be something you come out and say politically because that's suicide. You're going to end your career right there. 
You see what I'm saying? Well, no, However, you just tell them you're going to do one thing and then you do the other. That's exactly what they do, though. They they tell you what <laughs> what would they say? Like if that's why I don't like politics is because they lie and fucking cheat their way into office. But you have and to, and that's another reason why I don't like economics is because they do not take the human factor in everything. We that's take the true. human factor into everything. Actually, really, corporations do. They take the human if factor. Your goal: in? you have too much inflation. You have too many people employed. Your goal is to get rid of people employed. What is that going to do to people? It's going to put more people into <clears> suffering. <throat> correct. No, actually, you're. I think that's looking a little too micro. You're talking, you're talking into a different economic. Like you're actually talking in an economic field. You're talking more actually towards my economic field, which would uh, I really trend for is call uh, is an Austrian economist. You really want to look at the person. You don't want to look at, and you, you don't want to always look at. It's not all data. These are people. We have to yeah. make decisions, and that that's an Austrian belief. It's actually you. You are within an economic field still, so it's not yeah, like you, you say bitch. hey, hey eco- economics. <laughs> It's just well, okay. Yeah. I, I spoke too broadly. My apologies. <laughs> we'll talk about Keynesians and classicals. Uh, yeah, yeah. The classical economists would be like, "Fuck that! Who gives a shit about the person?" I was just gonna let say, origin- do whatever. Originally, we were gonna have to do Austrian economics, which I think is a bullshit fucking theory myself. Ouch. I think it's a completely bullshit fucking theory. Well, it's not really a theory. It's more of just a group of individuals who say we have to look at the uh, like I I'm well to say that. Basically, all it comes down to is it's completely capitalist. All businesses should run every fucking thing. The government should stay completely out of it. That's, I mean, that's, that's a very definitely sim- not a good idea. It's a simplification, <laughs> but that's basically what it says. Government should have no say in anything when it comes to the. Oh, we're talking about that, just laissez-faire. Yeah, that that's they do believe in laissez-faire. Uh, that's the one thing I'm like I say I'm an Austrian, but that's one thing yeah, I, I, I don't. Kinda I don't like that idea. It's at all. a completely fucking nonsensical. I, fucking I've seen way what to mega look capitalists but, do. But that's like the <laughs> they do it, some terrible but things. But the, the problem is, is we, we go into it like we're digressing from the other point but for this is it, it talks we'll about it another time yeah the 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 big thing is we're talking about now like this is something we're really going over is the stock market is like what are we in we're in a bubble there's no other discrimination uh, any way to describe it it we're, just goes from one to the next well, and the, well but the reason why is is because of the austrians believe is because of the mani- such a like he, they don't believe in the manipulation of the market that's what they're really going after the reason why they push laws I fear is because they're like the manipulation is what's causing what we consider a boom and bust cycle a boom and bust cycle is we hit a peak then we drop and when we hit that drop is that's why it's called uh, we're troughing it's it's the trough yeah. we, we we go down and then if we left it alone it would start to go back and into an equilibrium instead of making these giant ups swings and down swings and See, up swings again I kind of agree with you on that but the government doesn't have anything to say with that because I know you'll say federal. Yeah, they do. You'll say Federal Reserve. Federal Reserve is not part of the government. Federal Reserve is its own separate entity that, that is, is allowed by our government to fucking manipulate the markets. And not only that, but it's, you look at the major companies on Wall Street, they even say straight out they will do things to manipulate, you know, silver going up or well, whatever it is. It, I mean, it's, certainly, it's, it's a fucking you, game. You can't disagree that the Federal Reserve doesn't control the fucking government. I don't think it controls it. If you want to end someone's political career, that person just has to piss off the Federal Reserve Chairman. That's all he has to do. That's what I'm saying. Like, they control it. I don't want to get too conspiratorial. I don't think... They do. They have the fucking money to say, "Mm, nah. The thing that Eric's talking about, though, is like, they may not want to do something like that. The guy, the chairman's fucking schedule is golf. Like, the guy golfs. Uh, you can go look up his schedule online right Her. now. It's fucking... Oh, so, so sorry. Yeah. It's, it's a female. So sorry. 
She may not be in the golf. Yeah, yeah. what's her name? Yel- Yelson? Uh, uh, Yelton? I can't remember her name. Yelton? Yelton? Okay, well, when Bernanke, when Bernanke was there, all he did was fucking golf. Like, he, he was, like, people, I remember an economics class were like, he knows what the fuck to do in the economy. I was like, yeah, if he could stop freaking golfing. Like, well, long enough to, say, to go in no, there. No, 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 no. It's a stressful, you, you stressful job. It won't be fair, though. Look at what happened to quantitative easing. I mean, I mean, like, sure, you, yeah. Like, quanti- uh, just for anyone who doesn't know, quantitative easing is what they're pulling money back out of the market. What they're, they're essentially, they're shrinking the money supply. But when they, they're shrinking the money supply, the, the market went in shock. I mean, you watch people's stock markets drop because that's where all the money went. And, and they're doing what Boggs hates, and I agree with them on this, is trickle-down economics. Mm-hmm. And so essentially, hand the big companies the money, and they'll give it to their people and hire more people, invest into their people. No, they, they, they invest. Work. They hoard it. Oh, well, that's exactly what's happening. <laughs> but you know, that's a big thing on Australian economics well, too, a supply side. Yes. <laughs> so, um, but it it's it's funny because we're also what we're doing is we've we've artificially lowered the interest rate so much that it can't go any lower. Yeah. And so liquidity we're, traps. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about liquidity traps. It's yes. It's literally at zero percent for. For uh, yeah, banking institutions, the, it, the, the, I, I hate to say this yeah. though is regardless of what happens, there's winners or lo- winners and losers. No matter which way you put it, because it, right now the winners are the people who are investing in the stock market. But think about all these old the women. people. Well, no, but think about all these old women who put their monies in bonds. Uh, well, not bonds, but uh, in into bank accounts and to have good interest rates and make sure that they that they took a hit. They took a huge hit because now their retirement funds are dead because they were expecting a growth and. Like before the recession, the interest rates were supposed to float between five to six percent and just stay there. It was supposed to coast, and it didn't because it just hit. And we're like, we're just gonna throw money, throw money, and lower interest rates. And that's what's happening with quantitative easing is. And the reason why they're being really, really gentle, and this is a huge issue right now, is is if they pull that market up, we're gonna watch the the market just fall out. They're, like if they just say, okay, we're gonna bump it back up to the interest rate where it should be. Yeah, it will be scary. So it, it, we're trying to figure out that, and especially with China moving out because of this, we're, we're running into a lot of issues recently because of all that. We we've we've really kind of screwed the market. So Bogsy baby, what's up? You gonna play us out tonight? Nah, I'm mm. gonna keep talking about economics because this is so awesome. We need to. I this think- is like a whole episode about shit that I like. I really think that because I didn't really do enough reading up on it like I wanted to because I had points um, we should carry this over and do a Austrian economics one Next versus week. Keynesian you should be there for that too dude I can try if, to come if, up if Blake wants to jump back on with us I'm more than happy man he's been awesome I'm glad to have him on thank oh, you for thank coming you. out too I really appreciate the the you know the call out at such short notice so oh, it's no problem I do want to say one thing I, this is kind of pull back into the women real fast i don't understand why like you know we've heard the politician i think there's like a one of the women that worked for fucking greg abbott or something here in texas he's running for governor made the point about you know women don't need to get equal pay because they're too big i mean she made stupid points and you hear a lot of these dumb things i don't understand why men aren't fucking all over this Especially if you're married, why would you not want your wife to make a hundred percent of what you make? You know what I mean? I don't uh, understand. Dude, it's, that'd be awesome. It's so much better for the economy if you've got all the extra influx. It's like I don't understand why this isn't just a fucking woman issue. This should be a man issue too. Breadwinning syndrome. 
Yeah, well, I mean, not, that, no, but fuck I, that. I've, I've I know heard what you're from, saying. No, but I've heard it from. I've actually no, but I'd love a woman that makes more money. If you make more money than me, call me up. I'll fucking go out with you. No, but the more the money, the more money the better. I love you. I love you a long time. Like it's it's great to get your point across, but sometimes you can't because of his sex drive, and I'm oh, sorry yeah. about that. No, no but no, it, it's funny because it's not really a man stereotype. I've heard it from a lot, a lot of women that they don't want to make more than their man. It's the weirdest thing I've heard because I don't see why. Because they, it's that stereotype that's been enforced. That's what that it's you're, so you're the dominant. Long, yes, oh, you're the no, dominant honey. party in the house. Yeah, you need and, to be a secretary. You shouldn't be the fucking boss. That's why she's on her knees all the time. Whoa, we don't play Just, those games anymore. And even if you look at like you know our ancestors and you look at ancient tribes, like we had our equal parts. Men did certain jobs. Women did certain jobs. Yep. Men hunted, women did what other stuff? They, 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 they gather, they just fucking hang out. No, they did <laughs> they just hard labor. They gardening, did hard labor. They, gardening, shit. they took care of children. And let me tell you, taking care of kids, man. Not only that, but well, it beats I mean, me down. It, it works on. <laughs> I mean, it it still equates now. But I mean, men's life expectancies were extremely shorter than, especially in the the tribal times. Like it was what thirty two, I think. Was know, a male's man. life expectancy? I have no data. Meanwhile, on that. women's was like in the sixties. Oh shit! Yeah, they about doubled men. It's fucking all that nagging, dude. It just wears <laughs> us out, man. Uh. No, it's because we went out and did dangerous shit that got us killed because uh, we were fucking stupid. That's why women need to make more money. They need to take care of us. We the women were smart. Were like, no, you go hunt the fucking uh, whatever. You know, I'll just stay back here and garden. I mean, yeah, their labor is definitely you know fucking difficult, but. You don't get killed over yeah. a strawberry. <laughs> well, all you, I know, you're gonna have back problems for a while, but like I said, the more money they make, the better, man. I'll fucking hook up. I don't give I a don't, shit. I don't care at all, but I can. I don't know. I can no, I, see that. I, I see them as equal. I see that they have equal parts and anyway, no, they, they have their roles. Oh, and... No, they don't. They don't have equal parts. Their parts are much better. Well, that's not what I meant. My parts. Oh, oh my bad. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I love God, end the show. <laughs> and here Please end the show with Why that. are you playing this out? What the fuck? Yeah, dude. God damn it. We got the guitar hooked up. You might as well do it. Come on, man. I'm going to play an oldie that I play a lot. Uh-oh. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hey, so bad. you make us all deaf. <laughs> Come on, let's have a sing song. Shut up while I tune, you bastard. That doesn't make sense. Actually, we should be talking while you tune, so then the listeners have something to Yeah, hear. they don't want to hear But your... then I can't tune! If that economic Jesus. seminar didn't fucking bore them to death. Meow. No offense. Shut up! <laughs> Remember to follow us on the Twitter. At the Intel Saviors. And on the Facebooks. Check out our friends at Digital Frustrations and Neon Blow Boys. Messed up. No, <laughs> here it goes. Ah, <laughs> oh, messed up again. Oh my god. Oh, fuck me. Maybe I've been the problem. Maybe I'm the one to blame. But even when I turn it off and blame myself, the outcome feels the same. I've been thinking maybe I've been partly cloudy. Maybe I'm the chance of rain. Maybe I'm overcast and maybe all my luck's washed down the drain. I've been thinking about everyone, everyone you get so empty. 
But when I look at the stars, when I look at the stars, when I look at the stars, I see someone else. When I look at the stars, the stars, I see someone else. Stars looking at a planet, watching entropy and pain And then begin to wonder how the chaos in our lives could pass as sane I've been thinking about the meaning of resistance, of a hope beyond my own And suddenly the impotent and penitent begin to look like home I've been thinking about everyone, everyone you get so lonely But when I look at the stars When I look at the stars When I look at the stars I see someone else When I look at the stars The stars I feel like myself Stars. The stars know everyone, everyone you get so lonely. Everyone, yeah, everyone you feel so empty. But when I look at the stars, when I look at the stars. When I look at the stars, I feel like myself When I look at the stars, the stars I feel like myself Good night everybody So there we go, you got your fucking series show, we didn't cuss a lot I curse like now a go get sailor, your fucking dude. face chewed off by a monkey, you pieces of shit. Whoa. Well, Jesus. there went that last claim.